Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game. Love the game. Or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where I help you understand why he screams at the TV during a game. I'm your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect with me on Twitter at Sports Gal Pal, and of course on SportsGalPal.com. And gals and pals, I cannot believe it, but there is a super fan from Next Fan Up who has not been on my podcast. He has replaced one of the super fans that did the two-a-day preview, and I've heard him on the show, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? He can't be called a super fan until he goes through the gal pal gauntlet. Well, he's manning up, and he's coming on tonight, and it's James, the Texan super fan. Hello, James. Welcome to the Sports Gal Pal. Hello, Ramona. Glad to finally make it here. Didn't realize that this was another box I had to check, but... Uh... Looking forward to getting through this. It's an unofficial box. I'm surprised the boys didn't make you do this sooner because they've all had to deal with me in various forms. Some of them more so than they would like. Maybe they were just trying to protect the rookie, the midseason acquisition, trying to keep him fresh for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So I'm going to ask a real quick question and then we're going to get into like our lineup here. All right. So you live in Seattle. But you were a Texans fan. So are you originally from Texas or you just like the Texans? What, what's going on there? So neither. Um, I originally was from St. Louis. Uh, they didn't have an NFL team while I was growing up. I went to college in Indiana. I uh, really couldn't stand the Indianapolis Colts. Didn't really like the Chicago Bears. Uh, as a chemical engineer, there's like one or two places that you can hold up a sign and say, you know, we'll be a chemical engineer for food and you can get picked up on the side of the road. One of them is Houston. That's where I ended up after college. And, uh, they were about two years into their franchise at the time. Um, Texas is a religion down there. And so I had to get indoctrinated into that particular religion. And at that point I figured why not, uh, jump on this Houston Texans bandwagon so that when they start getting good, I can't be accused of being a bandwagon fan or a fair weather fan and just kind of grew from there. All right. I'm always, I'm always curious about that. That's a very good story. And you know, again, poor, poor Texas. Uh, There's all the football down there this year. None of it's good. Like even college, none of it's good. I said it, Texas. I said it. I know all of Texas is going to come after me right now. Uh, it's a it's a bad season. It's defensible, and they they all have, they're a lot like Cubs fans. They have their excuses of you know oh next year it'll get better. Here's what went wrong. All right. Well, we're going to talk about it. All right. So these episodes usually with the super fans are what to expect this weekend. There's a lot going on. Um, we don't have a full slate of college football anymore, but we got a couple games. But let's start with the NFL. Um, first game up that I'm really looking forward to is Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Of course, the Carolina Panthers are the sole undefeated team this season. 
And James, I don't know about you, but the beginning of the season with Kelvin Benjamin being injured, I had no clue that Carolina would be at this point not only undefeated, but playing so, so good. Like, just the game between um, New Orleans and Carolina, and we talked about this when I was on your guys' show on Sunday. I mean, just like... I look at that team and I'm like, wow, that connection between Cam Newton and Greg Olson is just ridiculously good. Yeah, Greg Olson has kind of entered the Tony Gonzalez phase of his career where he's just a dependable, reliable wide receiver that, you know, Cam has had several years to work with now. And, you know, he's the leading receiver on the team, which, you know, makes a lot of sense. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin losing them, losing him is obviously a huge hit. He was their entire offense last year, but, you know, he was a rookie last year, so it, it makes a little bit of sense that Carolina is able to bounce back from losing a you know a rookie, even at, even though it was as good of a rookie as Kelvin ben- Benjamin. And on top of that, they finally have a healthy Jonathan Stewart for the full year. So I, I would never say that I expected Carolina to be this good, uh, but I definitely expected them to be competing for the for the lead in the division. Oh, absolutely. And this division, again, Atlanta looked so promising at the beginning of the year, and now they just seem like they just kind of sputtered. I'm looking at, um, you know, the stats, the, you know, the offensive comparison between them. You know, um, Atlanta actually leads total per yards per game. Um, they've got, like, just barely leading. Passing yards, of course, and that makes a ton of sense because, again, Julio Jones, how could you not throw to him? And then rushing yards, Carolina just, I mean, blows the water out of that. And that largely actually is not, Jonathan. you know, it's Cam running that ball. Yeah, and then they also have Mike Tolbert to come in to spell, you know, both of them. Uh, I think, wasn't Mike Tolbert the original running back that was described as the bowling ball of knives? Yes, yes, he was. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, but I mean, on on paper, especially at the beginning of the season, this looks like an amazing matchup. I mean, Matt Ryan isn't going to be a, you know, Pro Bowl caliber quarterback anymore, but he's definitely in the upper you know, third of quarterbacks or, you know, seems to be in the upper third of quarterbacks. You have Julio Jones on one side. You had kind of the declining Roddy White. Uh, and then you also had, you know, two exciting running backs coming in in Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Uh, you know, Devonta Freeman has obviously well exceeded expectations, but you look at this and you, you see what should be a great matchup and just the way the Panthers have been playing and then the way, you know, to, to go away from how, poor Atlanta has been playing lately they've only won one game out of their past seven and that one game was a 10-6 home win against the uh, Carolina winning <laughs> Carolina Carolina's gonna, gonna win Carolina's gonna win just look 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 gal foundation um James you're not actually in Seattle right now you're like in some weird like Canadian like some sub like you're like a spy that's what we're gonna we're gonna leave that illusion to Galpa nation because it'll make your like you know awesomeness quotient go up he's secretly a spy and he's doing great government work and he's basically the American James Bond okay so we're lucky to have him at all Galpa nation and we're just gonna leave it at that but yes his call dropped it happens it's technology we're moving on and we're gonna move on to I'm very excited about this game Steelers and Bengals because James I have not been very kind to the Bengals I do not believe in them I mean they're they're definitely better this year obviously for obvious reasons and they are showing true grit um the way they lost in Arizona they kept fighting 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 and they very well could have won that game um so there is that but they are facing the Steelers and the Steelers I really I had them picked originally preseason to go to the Super Bowl I don't think that's happening anymore. Just, I, I just, yeah, it's not been a smart football season for the sport gal pal, but Bengals look really good. It, I, I think this is going to be the matchup of the week. 
Oh yeah, it definitely it's going to be a divisional game. Uh, Pittsburgh's needing this game. They're currently on the outside looking in in the playoffs, so they they can't afford uh, to lose that many more. On top of that, they still get to play Denver later this year. In fact, uh, next week they get to play Denver, so it's not like their schedule is going to get any easier. Uh, but I mean, looking at these two teams, it's basically you know Cincinnati stayed healthy uh, the entire year, whereas going back to the preseason, you know the Steelers haven't. You know they lost Pouncey in the preseason. Now, once they got into the season, they lost Ben for multiple stretches. They obviously lost Le'Veon Bell, both to a suspension and then a season-ending injury. Um, you know, Cincinnati's kind of the, the story, as I said, of everything that can go right when all of your skill positions are finally healthy. Uh, you know, they have Marvin Jones, A.J. Green, and, uh, you know, Giovanni Bernard and Jeremy Hill in the backfield. And, you know, when, you, when your biggest complaint is that Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard aren't producing as well as they did last year, um, you, you know, you're, you know that the offense is doing quite well. Plus, Tyler Eifert, we have to talk about him. Oh, my gosh. He's having a great year. 12 touchdowns, yes. 522 uh, attempts. I mean, it just, just he averages 11.3 yards. Um, he's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's crazy. You know, he had a big injury plague season last year. It finally, you know, like the rest of the Bengals, it finally looks like he can put a healthy season together. And uh, they're overcoming the limitations of Marvin Lewis, the head coach, and Andy Dalton. Um, well, at least Andy Dalton until he plays in primetime, which seems to be his big uh, uh, Achilles heel. See, I'm so glad you brought that up. I agree. I agree. I agree. Until I see Andy Dalton win the big, big game. And we saw this with Arizona. I do not trust him. Bengals fans, do not get your hopes up. I have a feeling he's going to get – I think they're going to get deeper in the playoffs than they have in previous years. But – when it comes to the AFC Championship, and if it's them and, and the Patriots, I think the Patriots are going to win just because, again, that season experience. And you put quarterback to quarterback together. As much as I hate Tom Brady, you know, you got to give it to the guy. In those clutch situations, he always looks so good. So it's going to be very interesting to see. Looking at the offensive comparison, actually in total yards per game, passing yards per game, and rush yards per game, Pittsburgh actually beats um, the Bengals. But yet, you know, it's just a lot of kind of misfires. And, again, injuries uh, have killed those, uh, the P- Pittsburgh Steelers this year. But don't discount them. Again, they always play really tough against Cincinnati. This is a rivalry game. Um, it's going to be closer than I think people think. Yeah, I'm disappointed that Cincinnati is doing as well as they are this season because it's for all the faults that Andy Dalton has. I think if he had had one more bad season in Cincinnati, he, he could have gotten run out of town. And then a team like, I don't know, the Texans, who are in desperate need of an upgraded quarterback, could have come in and uh, lowballed them for something. Um, I will gladly give you Sam Bradford if you like. Would you like him? Uh, no. No, actually. <laughs> See, then, then I no. can't say no fast enough. <laughs> all right. Speaking of Sam Bradford, the Philadelphia Eagles welcome the Buffalo Bills. Rex Ryan and all of his circus comes to town along with my beloved Shady McCoy. Dear LaShawn McCoy, I miss you so much. I did not run you out of town. I do not believe in Chip Kelly. I love you. I miss you very much. Um, but he's not having the best season because he's also been injury prone. So, but it's still better than DeMarco Murray. I just look at the two of them. It's just sad. Just, just, just sad. Um, Looking at the matchup, again, passing yards per game, the Eagles beat them. Rushing yards per game, there is no question. Buffalo pounds that ball. 
I hate to say it. I think the Bills are going to win just because that's just the way the luck is going in Philadelphia. We're going to come off this great, great, awesome victory against the Patriots, which, by the way, James, um, Pod Vader um, texted me just now, like literally just now. And um, we were talking about something else. And he goes, oh, and if you thought I was mean before, oh, I heard Sunday's show. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't that mean to Pod Vader, was I? Oh, not to Pod Vader, especially when you put it in the light of how bad Sitco has been. Well, Sitco is bad everywhere. I mean, I, I love Mark. Let me be very clear. Galpal Nation knows I adore Mark Sitco. He has been such a supporter of mine and my podcast. He helps me get the sport. He helped me get the all the super fans on my show. He's great. He lets me on the Sunday shows pretty much whenever I want to, and he's fantastic. Always polite and well spoken to me. But he's crazy. And he's even, <laughs> he's crazy. But here's the thing, James. He only really cheers for Philadelphia Eagles and, and NFL football. Whereas me, and then I believe you, we kind of spread our sports crazy out throughout many things. So it's not as concentrated in this one thing. And there's the difference. Because he's crazy. He really is. And he admits it. So he, like, thought Chip Kelly, like, rose the sun and the stars. And I kept saying, like, he's, like, handing out sunshine and rainbows. And I stupid believed him and then the real actuality came about and I saw what he did to DeMarco Murray and I'm like oh god he's broken the team he's broken the team the great and powerful Oz is this wee tiny little man and I'm like I have fond memories I'm like can we get Andy Reid back that's how bad things are James that's how bad things are seriously well well if Chip Kelly is more the man behind the curtain I think that makes Sam Bradford the curtain um, he's going to, he's going to live and die by, you know, whatever quarterback is in his current system. We're going to get and Kaepernick next year. Ch- I just know it. And you know what? That would be better than, you know, Sam Bradford really, for James? all the accolades that, Hey, for all the, uh, accolades of Sam Bradford, he's very good at cashing checks. He's going to go down as the highest paid rookie in NFL history because he was the last number one overall pick from that, uh, prior to the, the rookie wage sale getting put in there. He was a lot of the reason that the Rams were held down. And it's not even necessarily with his play on the field. It's that you can't rely on him to be a 16-game starter. And, you know, not to go to John Gruden or ESPN or other analysts, but, in the you know, in the NFL, you can't afford to pay two above-average quarterbacks. You can barely afford to pay one above-average quarterback and not be shallow at other spots. Yes, it's just sad. It says so much promise. That entire division is absolute garbage. Really, they should make it. They should force us not to play. Actually, but your division's pretty crappy too. Um, so <laughs> it is. Even the Colts this year are really bad. It's just it, the two divisions. They should let us just fight it out for who's the worst division. That's what they should do. Instead of letting us in the playoffs, we should just all play each other again. I'm all for a separate eight-team playoff, and then the I don't know if you want to call it the winner or the loser. The biggest loser uh, can get. Yeah, they get their pick in the top eight of the draft. That would be so much better. Like that would be awesome. Like Roger Goodell, get on that, and and give credit to Ramona and James for coming up with that. Yes, and then Ramona and James <laughs> no. get like awesome club seats at all these games, all these crappy, crappy football games. Not the Super Bowl. It could be called like the the um, what is it? The Lane Bowl. There, we've just the toilet it. bowl. The toilet bowl. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, I don't even want to pick a winner. It's 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 the only reason I'm bringing it up again, so I can talk about the fact that Pod Vader's team lost to my team. Neener, neener, neener. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Well, get I mean, it if tomorrow. you if you want <laughs> if you want a little bit of uh, uh, hope on this one, 
this will be the Buffalo Bills fifth time in six weeks that they're playing a road game. So, no, you know, no that hope. Gen- no, abandon uh, hope all you who enter here. They're, they're still a 500 <laughs> team. I mean, we're not. No one in the Big East is, no one in the Big East, listen to me, no one in the NFC East is even a 500 team. Just, we're moving on. We're moving on, we're moving on. All right, let's, let's talk about you guys taking on the Patriots. The Patriots have now lost two in a row. <laughs> the Patriots lost two in a row. Um, is there any way, possibly, James, that it's going to be three in a row? Come on, it'd be awesome. It'd be so good for everyone. I, I will say that it is in the realm of possibility only because we're basically playing their practice squad slash whoever they would normally trot out for their fourth preseason game. Um, you know, they're, they're without Gronk, they're without Edelman. You know, they, Danny Amendola, who's always kind of been banged up uh, in his career, um, may be the healthiest receiver. And even if he's not the healthiest, he may be the most reliable receiver. They're without Deion Lewis. They're, I don't know, they have uh, James White as Patrick uh, Siska, the super fan for the New England Patriots outside of Pod Vader, has pointed out that for some reason they're just not involving James White in the, in the run game at all. Uh, the nice thing that's going for the Houston Texans, we have Bill O'Brien. Uh, we're, we're in a way kind of Patriots light, not in the winning department, but just from the coaching staff. We have Bill O'Brien, a former Belichick uh, assistant. We have Romeo Cornell, a former Belichick assistant. We have Mike Vrabel, uh, a former Belichick player. And we also have the cast off of Vince Wilfork. Um, what we do well is defend the pass and get to the quarterback quickly. As you guys saw in your, uh, I believe you beat the Patriots this past weekend. I can't recall. Um, I'm pretty sure. If you can get to- We'll say it again. Yes, we did. The Eagles did beat the Patriots this weekend. I don't think we could say it enough, James. Okay. Well, I don't want anybody to forget. I mean, I had a little lapse in memory there. So (laughs) Uh, if you can can get to Tom Brady quick, uh, you know, he gets flustered. His receivers can't get open quickly. And, you know, LeGarrette Blunt is not a great outside runner. And how we lost to Buffalo last week is Tyrod Taylor, LaShawn McCoy, they all got on the outside and they just kept running. And so we don't have to worry about containing Tom Brady. We just have to worry about getting back to him. And with Jadavian Clowney and J.J. Watt and Whitney Merciless, I think we have a pretty good shot of, you know, putting as much pressure on him as the Bills, or the Bills, as the uh, Philadelphia Eagles did. And um, I think we can make it close. And if we get one or two bounces that go our way, uh, we might be able to pull out an upset. The... The one stat, though, the last time the Patriots won, or I'm sorry, lost three games in a row, the Houston Texans weren't even a franchise yet. It was back in 2001. Look, they're due. It's okay. It could happen. Um, here's the thing. Rush yards per game. The Patriots averaged 88.5 rush yards per game. You guys average 100 rush yards per game. So if you can contain, again, that pass rush like we talked about, because he typically throws for about 315 yards per game. If you can cut that down, you guys win this game. And if you can get some luck, like, again, Eagles got lucky with a couple of – with an interception and pick six. And, again, that um, punt re- that return by Sproles. So maybe you can borrow Sproles, 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 Sproles. No, you can't borrow Sproles. I want to keep him. I actually like him a lot. All right. So that's all the games that I'm looking forward to in the NFL. There are other games in the NFL. I know the Scalpel Nation, but I only have so much time. And really, if you want the full lineup of NFL games, listen to James's podcast, Next Fan Up. It's on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Next Fan Up. They go through every game, every single game. Sometimes you're wondering why. There are times I'm like, look, just say this and move on. And they don't. We talk about it anyway. They can't help themselves. Let's move to what little college football we have left. The season's almost over. 
last big game for a regular season game. It's the tradition. It can't. You should not miss it. It's Army Navy. They're playing at Lincoln uh, Field in Philadelphia. Very excited about that. I am a Navy brat, James. Proud Navy brat. Um, live in Norfolk, Virginia, which is the home of the largest naval base in the world. Um, and we have like I think like three other naval bases also here. So tons of Navy. So go Navy. Beat Army. And have you seen Navy's cool helmets? Have I have s- not seen Navy's oh. cool helmets. So the helmets this year are awesome. They are amazing. So they're blue, and then it depends on their position, but they have like um, a submarine or a battleship or an aircraft carrier on them. It's really cool. You need to look them up. They are awesome. So, so cool. Navy also gets it. Their marketing department gets it. They're sending out like, you know, they do this like we give a ship videos, um, which are very fun. <laughs> and, um, you know, but they really get into it because, you know, service academies, it's very different college experience. Because where did you go to school? Uh, Purdue. Purdue. Oh, Boilermaker. Oh, fun. Um, so, again, I went to UVA. And, and those are like traditional schools where, you know, you've got like craziness. Service academies? No. Their days are regimented from like the moment those kids wake up to the moment they go to bed. Regular college? You're lucky you get us in our pajamas to classes on time. At least me. So, <laughs> if I recall college correctly. And so, you know, <laughs> so... I love it when a school like Navy, which has all this tradition, does some of this kind of silly like rivalry stuff. And I think there's no better rivalry than Army Navy. So if you ever get a chance to see it, it's on my bucket list to see it live. But tune into Army Navy. I mean, these the, what these young men and women do for our country is amazing. Anyway, support them, let them have fun, go midshipmen, beat Army. So yes, you don't have to say anything else. I covered all of it. Unless you have something you want to say about. Army Navy game. I'm good. I'm glad that the uh, the Sea Service Academy qualify for a bowl game. They get to play Pitt on the 28th, I believe. They do, and that's weird because normally, unless it's Virginia Tech, because no one should Virginia Tech should never win anything, anything, James, because they're evil and should be destroyed. Um, but um, I typically pull for ACC teams in bowl games, typically, unless they're Virginia Tech, then no, or UNC <laughs> or Duke. So, there's, yeah, there's a slick few. I'm rooting for Clemson to win a national title. That would be fun. And then I want us to beat Clemson at some point because we have a brand-new coach, Bronco Mendenhall. Love him. Okay. Um, speaking of college football, Heisman Trophy is this weekend. I'm really sad that Navy's quarterback did not um, – Keenan Reynolds did not get voted um, for um, – Heisman Trophy nomination. I'm really sad about that. I wanted him to like, jump in the helicopter immediately and get whisked to New York, change it to his awesome naval uniform because it's probably badass. Um, but sadly, no. We only get three nominees this year. Derek Henry running back from Alabama, who will probably win. Christian McCaffrey, another running back from um, Stanford. And then Deshaun Watson from Clemson, the quarterback. He looked great last Saturday against UNC. Um, you know, both of them... Uh, any of these guys I would be happy with. I have a feeling they're going to lean towards Alabama because the committee just can't help themselves. Um, notable snubs were included Leonard Fournette, who, by the way, I don't know if you've talked to Sam too much in the next fan up. He is a, has a big man crush on Leonard Fournette. For a while there, we were doing, he and I would, um, on Twitter, would talk about hashtag reset for Fournette because he really wants the Giants to have Fournette at some point. I tried to remind Sam that, that would require the Giants to lose regularly, which I'm okay with. Um, Keenan Reynolds also, and then Dalvin Cook, the Florida State running back. Um, here's the thing: with Cal- a lot of people have been questioning me, like, do you think Cook should have gotten it? No, he wasn't healthy 100 percent for the year, so his season totals, you know, against Henry or McCaffrey aren't as strong. Th- that that's the way it goes, guys. I mean, sorry, 
You know, sometimes this happens. And a Heisman Trophy winner, I mean, Heisman Trophy doesn't mean anything. I mean, Johnny Mazzal has one. Okay. Brady, yeah, I was looking over the you, you I was know? looking over the past recipients. You have one. like Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty thin. Doesn't Cam Newton uh, have one though? Cam Newton does have one. Okay, that's How about this? Calling. I will I, I You going to read them for me? Troy Smith. Troy Smith has a uh, Heisman. Yeah, exactly. Who did he play for? I have no idea. <laughs> he was Ohio State's quarterback back in uh, 2001. But uh, the the one exciting thing, I guess, about this year is that it probably won't go to a quarterback since 2000. Uh, there have only been uh, two running backs, or I should say two non-quarterbacks, and they both happen to be running backs, win the Heisman. Reggie Bush was one of them, so he doesn't even count as a Heisman winner anymore. No, he does so the not. Only non- yeah. Yep. So the only non-quarterback to, won- to have won the Heisman since 2000 is Mark Ingram. And he's actually really good. So he's doing good things in New Orleans because that's all Drew Brees has. Yeah, but now he's on IR, so Drew Brees doesn't even have him. Oh, that's right. Carolina killed him. Oh. <laughs> another see, <laughs> another thing we can blame the Panthers for. Tim, um, your Atlanta Falcons super fan, blames the Panthers for so many woes. He just blames them for Jameis Winston. I'm like, how do you blame for Jameis Winston? He goes, it's their fault. All of it's their fault. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Tim, because Tim's crazy. Because he's crazy. All right. Last thing tonight. And then James has to go and do chemical engineering things, I believe. I don't even know what that means. I don't want to know what it means. But go Boilermakers. You're now the second Boilermaker I've ever met. Because I have a really good friend. She's my photographer. And she's a Boilermaker. So, and that means you don't like Notre Dame, which is always good. Because my husband's a Notre Dame fan, or he thinks he is. And that's just unacceptable. So, I promise you the tiny humans in my life, they cheer for UVA. There's no one of this Irish crap in my house. So, no, definitely not. No. Oh, good. I, I just assumed the other Boilermaker you had met was Drew Brees. No, that would be awesome, too. No, her name is Tamora. Um, she is an amazing photographer. Like, I, my, on my Twitter handle, you see my, my picture. That looks awesome. She took that photo. So, she's my official. She's the official Galpa Nation photographer. She makes me look ever so beautiful. Yes, because that's a god of good lighting and makeup and fans. I'm not kidding. I'm Photoshop. Because I do not look like that in real life. People are like, oh, my God, your photos, you look phenomenal. Like, all, like I have guests that have said that before. I'm like, oh, you guys are so nice. Yeah, that's such a fantasy. <laughs> my husband's like, you don't look like that all the time. I'm like, I know. Shut up. So, <laughs> I know. You see the love? You see the love, James? So, yeah, here we go. All right, last thing. Um, college basketball is in full swing. Um, how are the Boilermakers doing? Are you guys, what, what's going on with the Big Ten and you guys? Do you know? Well, uh yeah, Big Ten play is going to start week after next, or maybe two weeks from now. I'm losing track of time. Uh, we're undefeated. We're up to 11th in national rankings. So oh, you're right behind it's Virginia. Looking like a, yeah, so it's looking like a good season so far. Uh, I'm blanking on his name, but we've got one guy who's injured, um, our point guard, or our traditional point guard. He should be coming back in time for Big Ten play. Uh, it's you know it, it's looking like a good season so far. I'm I don't really get super excited about the early season stuff. I kind of, with the early season stuff, it's it helps bubble teams move up at the end of the year. It doesn't necessarily help you get into the tournament to begin with. 
But if you make it in, they'll look at your early season stuff and you might get bumped up from, say, an eight to a six or a seven to a five. Big Ten is always interesting to watch. Um, I'm really glad, again, you have to deal with Maryland and we don't because Maryland's awful. Um, not playing. They're actually playing very well. I just don't like them. Um, and Michigan State. Can I tell you how much I hate them so very, very much? And Tom Izzo and his freaking beady eyes. Yeah. Can't stand them. Can't stand them. So, yeah, um, you guys are ranked right behind. Virginia is ranked low. Um, again, because... Writers hate us because we play a slow-paced game. Um, you know, and yesterday we were playing West Virginia, and it was a little crazy that first half, James. I'm not going to lie. I said many, many naughty words. I had to put many do- dollars in the swear jar, and the tiny humans were banished from the bedroom where I was watching TV. So, um, yes, because I was very frustrated. But by the end of the second half, I was happy again because we were, like, losing by 12, and then we won by 17. Go figure. It's Wahoo Wahs, Virginia. But our out-of-conference schedule, we actually get really excited about it because we're playing some great teams. Um, we played West Virginia last night. We're going to play Villanova next week and then California. So we've got some really good out-of-conference. In fact, we have one of the hardest out-of-conference schedules in the country, which is surprising because, again, we're a top-10 team. A lot of top-10 teams don't do this. But I'm excited about that because it, it's forcing Virginia to play well, to practice more. And I'm sorry, the ACC is a gauntlet. It is a gauntlet because you constantly have to play UNC, Duke. Uh, Miami looks really good. Wake Forest looks really good. So, you know, Notre Dame every once in a while looks good. Louisville, Syracuse is all of a sudden like, wow, you guys are back? Damn it. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of promise in the ACC. I feel like with you guys, too. You know, Indiana did not look good at all against Duke. I mean, at all. They look like a hot mess. So, and you guys are actually surprisingly, like, playing. I, I, the little I've seen you guys playing fairly well. Yeah, we're playing pretty well. Uh, still have quite a few turnover uh, problems, especially. we. Uh, it, it's not as bad as in years past where we've definitely had the mistake of playing down to our opponents. Uh, we haven't had a really challenging game i mean florida was a pretty tough opponent or probably the toughest that we had to face so far this year um pit of course is usually a, a plays us pretty well uh next week though we get to play butler we get to play vanderbilt uh and then we get to kick off the big 10 schedule so if you want to complain about how virginia plays like a slow paced game once you get into this nice slog of big 10 games i mean you'll, you'll see some very ugly scores where uh, SEC games will routine SEC football games will routinely outscore uh, Big Ten basketball games. Yeah, I have no problem with low scoring basketball. Virginia basketball is beautiful to me. I love boring basketball. I love pack line defense. I love it when we hold opponents to like what twenty five points a half. That's fantastic. Um, sometimes even lower. So you know, wahoo wah defense, baby. Um, this is our year. I swear, James. Because if we don't, I'll cry. I will cry. Um, I'll be a very sad sports cow pal. <laughs> I am. So I'm Mark Sicko crazy when it comes to UVA. And you just now recently started following me on Twitter, so you'll only see my crazy, slightly seeing it. So speaking of Twitter, James, if Gal Pal Nation wants to talk Houston Texans, Boilermakers, chemical engineering, or all kinds of cool things that James likes to do, where should they go? Uh, so it's Jay Boza, B-O-Z-S-A. That's it. He doesn't brand himself very well. No, I think it's fine. Look. No. No, no, no. B-B-U, James. Be you, you know, because James is a great name. That's all you need. And again, you, you know, you just say, look, I root for J.J. Watt. That's it. That's all you need to say. You know, that's, that's all I would say. Oh, that and boiler up. Boiler up. Is that really what you guys say to each other? Boiler up? That is. That's the Purdue thing. Huh. 
Okay, I have nothing nice to say about that. And since you've been such a great guest, I'm not going to say anything other than thanks so much for coming on. And again, gals and pals, if you want to listen to James and all the super fans, you know I love them, even when Pod Vader is mean to me. Um, you can listen to them on blogtalkradio.com forward slash next fan up. And again, all the links to James and next fan up will be on my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward, splat, uh, forward slash, not splash. It's not summer. Forward slash sports gal pal. And again, James, thanks for coming on the show. Hopefully it was fun for you. Oh, it was a great time. Thank you so much for having me. We'll have to do it again. Yes, we will, because um, basketball will be coming. And if Purdue does what I think it's going to do, we need to have you back on. Especially because, you know what, Pod Vader doesn't believe in college basketball because he's sad. Well, it, it's the only real basketball. NBA doesn't count anymore. Oh, my God. James, you're now my favorite super fan. Yay. That was very good. Thank you. Yeah, no. I mean, every super fan has been my favorite at some point, James. That's not that special. So, yeah, no. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I might leave that in the podcast. <laughs> that was fantastic. I can't wait to tell Tim. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal Podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 